Yo, Six Sense Podcast, Episode Three. Welcome to Six Sense. Uh, I'm Rin. I'm Seiku, and I'm Jude. Today we're gonna talk about a couple current events, um, music, UCSB, sports, and of course our bird of the week. Um, so I have a story from this weekend, actually. Or, yeah, from this past weekend. Um, it was kind of funny because it was my friend V's birthday party. So, you know, we're all partying and everything. We have drinks out and stuff. Like, everybody's drinking. And, you know, like, it's, it's like, kind of the norm to, like, dress up in, like, short shorts and, like, a crop top or whatever as a girl here, you know? And her parents decided to surprise her. And she's Indian, you know, so, like, her parents are stupid strict. (laughs) So her her parents decided to surprise her. And we didn't know about this. None of us knew about this. They came down to Ivy? Yeah. Yeah, so they climbed up the stairs and everything because, like, their apartment's on the second floor. So I opened the door because I'm going to a house that's nearby to pick up a table. Um, It's me, my friend Nico, and my other friend Raj. And we see these Indian parents walking around with some pizza looking for some apartment. We're like... Yo, what's going on? And my friend Nico says, yo, the house isn't here. Like, wherever you're trying to deliver pizza to isn't here. Because he thought they were from Uber Eats or some shit. <laughs> but yeah, bro, like, so they start walking in the door. And we're like, who the hell are these people? And we, like, connect the dots to, like, V's Indian. These people are Indian. They might be your parents. <laughs> so they walk in. As soon as everybody sees them, they, like, turn off the music. And, like, <laughs> V was, like, in the back, thank God, like, eating food. And so I wasn't there because I was getting the table and I was kind of embarrassed because he kind of like <laughs> was right there. So we went in, the, uh, in our friend's house and we were just like looking. And um, so what we heard was that V ran to her room and got changed, put on some jeans, covering her whole legs, put on a sweatshirt or something or like a shirt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that was top 10 most awkward situations. Like, God damn. Like, I don't even drink. I can't even imagine, like, my parents, like, pulling up to, like, a party where there's drinks at, like, a birthday party for me. Like, even if I'm not drinking, like, they're going to (laughs) be tripping. So, yeah. I mean, I know my parents. I mean, sure. I mean, they know I don't. They know me, man. Yeah. It ain't me. It's them. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that'd be my thing, too. My mom's still going to trip. I'm like like Clay Thompson. I didn't lose. They lost. It's on them. Well, you. Yeah. I think, though. Hmm. My parents would be not happy to see that. (laughs) But I feel like at some point, they got to (laughs) know. They got to know. I feel like at some point, (laughs) I'd rather I tell them, and then they felt like, yo. They got to know. This is uh, the same parents here. We found passed out. And I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? I'd rather them know uh, than, yeah. mm. uh, from me than have yeah. uh, the, the worst way. So God, definitely. That pain. That'd be my worst fear. If something ever happens like that, like, I'm, God damn. I remember in the beginning of the year, some dude in our apartment complex was smoking, right? Not in our room, but like the, um, the people, like the management company, accidentally sent the email because they caught this guy smoking. They accidentally sent the email to everybody in the house, in the apartment complex's parents and to them. And they were like, the next time you, we catch you smoking, you're going to have like a $500 fine and you're going to get kicked out. 
And my parents call me within like 20 minutes and like, <laughs> that shit was scary. So I'm like, what the hell went wrong? Was someone smoking in our like house or something? Like, I was spooked. <laughs> yeah, I done caught up. I didn't, I've been caught up, you know, uh, for weed. That's another story for another time. <laughs> I didn't smoke. That's the short story. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's get into something really dark. Uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame Church was burnt. Was it burned down completely, or is it is still? I think it was uh, just part of it. Just part it burned, but part of the aspire of the church collapsed. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, I know the gold cross was still up, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, look, how do you have belief if the gold cross is not up?" Um, but yeah, uh, what do you guys think the Notre Dame thing? Uh, a lot of billionaires, a lot of rich people, a lot of governments I was, contributed to donations. Stuff. Yeah. What do you think? I was surprised to see that support come so quickly. That's quick, yeah. Like, especially since their their help could have been redirected to more like, topical or more over overarching problems than just mm-hmm. some old church. I I understand it has like significance in French history, and I feel like it's too much. They're they're not using their wealth like positively in that way mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i also saw somewhere on twitter that ghana was also giving donations which is pretty interesting hmm. I, I don't know what that i don't know why yeah what i don't that money could be used somewhere else i don't know <laughs> yeah electricity i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> but um flint i think flint flint also, just got their funding flint just got their funding. the day the i think the day of or yeah. something they got like the remaining 77 million or some shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all could fact check me on that. Yeah, Actually, I'm gonna fact check myself. Yeah, 77. 77? Yeah. yeah. 77. Uh, 77 million to like fix the water problem. I don't, I don't know if it's actually gonna get fixed because you already know like the Flint local government is relatively incompetent. They're the ones that let the problem happen in the first place. Yeah. Who knows if they're gonna allocate the money correctly. Yeah, but I know like the Obama administration, they gave a lot more money than that. They gave like a hundred million yeah. to the water price, and apparently it wasn't fixed at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's when Obama came through and like drank the water, da da da, and the water wasn't the water price weren't fixed. So I don't know, times would be different. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people were upset about the Notre Dame thing. I don't know why people. Mm, I can see why they care. I mean, we're all. I don't know you guys, but I'm Catholic, so I can see why people are upset. Yeah. But then again, uh, to me, I don't know. It's it's whatever. I feel for it, but same. It's a it's a cool thing to look at. It's it's mm-hmm. old. It's like what eight, over eight hundred years. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. bound to fall at some point. You know? Yeah. Everything's finite. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say on that. Um, there was a tweet by Mike Pence. Um kind of mourning over the Notre Dame church. Yeah, fuck my friend. But um, someone like replied and was talking about like the historically black churches, like um, the three historically black oh, churches. Oh, that got uh, burned down by a white, na- white nationalist. Yeah, yeah, so they're like, this isn't anything like Mike Pence isn't doing this because it's a religious like thing. Mm-hmm. It's more just be- like it's it's hidden like white supremacy like he's just only supporting a historically white sect uh, like a historically white demographic of his religion instead of supporting all areas 
I don't really know. That's big facts. Yeah. <laughs> That's big facts. Uh, Mueller report. I don't know what you, what you guys think about the Mueller report because I, after two years of investigating Trump, I got tired of it. To be honest, I was impatient. I was like, just get it over with. I mean, for two years, I feel like at first when I first heard of like Mueller coming in, he was appointed like the special counsel guy. I was like, okay, he seems serious. He brought down the the Gotti uh, gang in New York back in the '90s, so he seems pretty serious. And then as time went on, I was, I don't know, it was just, like, I understand, like, this is a long process. This is a Russia thing. You're investigating someone who's probably treasonous. But at the same, like, the way it was reported, it just felt like nothing was going to come out of it. And lo and behold, nothing came out. Really bad. I mean, there was, like, what? He did recommend, like, impeachment, like, to start impeachment proceedings. But other than that, it wasn't like he did, like, the Russia thing, you know? I don't know. It, just, it, just, it was just kind of disappointing overall. Well, the thing with the Mueller report is it didn't absolve um, Trump of yeah. guilt, though. It just right. said, like, from what they know, he's not guilty. He's not guilty of, like, treason. Yeah, like, sure. as, as far as they know, like, there might be new information that comes out or something or, like, find out that Mueller was lying, which I don't really understand why he would lie. He has, like, he has nothing to lose to at this point. Because yeah. isn't he going to prison anyways or some shit like that? Like, Trump? No, Mueller. No, Mueller? Oh, Mueller. I heard that. I heard that he was. I don't, think he's I don't know. I think Maybe he was someone else. Are you talking about his lawyer? I'm not sure. Hold on. Let me make sure. I've seen a lot of fake stories around Mueller. Huh. Like I know some right wingers try to set him up as like, oh, Mueller was this, he sexually assaulted this one guy, this one girl. It was all fake. Huh. So I don't know. It might be. A, it might have been a right winger, bro. I don't know. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm tripping. I think it was Michael Cohen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Michael yeah, Cohen. Yeah, actually, all right, yeah, Michael Cohen. All right. Yeah, he's going to jail. Um, <laughs> I find it hard to believe that. Um, okay, got to go ahead. I find it hard to believe <laughs> that this Mueller report hasn't been wrapped up before, or it should have been wrapped up a long time ago, because recently, um, I don't know if you guys watched this, but Cohen went to testify before Congress, mm-hmm. and he release every almost every single document and check between him and Trump and him and other Russian officials for means behind closed doors that were not supposed to happen in the first mm-hmm. place. Right. <laughs> which is I don't know how far you want it to go. Like he's his lawyer. You tell your lawyer everything. Mm-hmm. Like even if they know you're guilty, they'll even try their best to keep you like to give you get, get you reduced sentences. And for someone to admit how underhand their lawyer has been, you can't really come back from that. Yeah. Like, uh, we can't. Local side note, uh, protect Ilhan Omar. Protect she's, Ilhan. she's going through it. I mean, mm-hmm. she's strong right now, but I don't know. I, I couldn't handle all that. I mean, she's gotten a lot of anti, well, Islamophobia, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of hate towards her, so we got to protect her, man. Yeah. She, recently, I saw that she had a spike in, like, death threats. Mm-hmm. Like, not even, like... Just like new, like oh, she's getting death threats now. Like a spike in death threats, they're already there, and they're just way worse now. Just thinking about that, like someone is getting death threats for representing the community that they were voted into. Like, for those of you that don't know, Elhan Omar said some things about 9/11 that were pretty true, mm-hmm. and uh, she's a Muslim woman. She's black, so you do the math on that on why she's getting all that hate. Do the yeah. math. All right, uh, talk about Yang. 
<laughs> Chancellor, Chancellor Yang. Yang. Chancellor. The boy. Uh, so, yeah, Chancellor Yang. Hold on, let, me, let me pull up you the tweet. You gotta pull up the article. Yeah, the article. <laughs> All right, for anyone who's not of UCSB, Chancellor Yang is the Chancellor of UCSB Operations. And as you know, this is SoCal, California, and people like to be as free as possible. Um, so much so that a lot of stores have, even our dining commons have, uh, no shoes, no shirt, no entry policy. Um, especially during spring inside, which is when a bunch of prospective gachos come with their families to visit the campus. And uh, we're yes. going to take over. So the Daily Nexus tweeted, or they, they wrote an article <laughs> about Chancellor Yang. So Chancellor Yang, this is a satirical article, by the way. Satirical. But um, Chancellor Yang it said... We have to set a good example for accepted students when talking about Spring Insight. And we don't want the parents of our future students to think that this is an institution that promotes foot diseases. <laughs> Man, when I saw this, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> I was like, damn, Chancellor Yang is really tired of all the white people, man. Like, because <laughs> y'all know who be walking around with, slip with slides off, you know. In like, the rain. Yeah, no footwear. Oh, Especially when they're biking, too. You God, that's terrible. <laughs> you know that shit hurting their feet. <laughs> man, and I saw it. I retweeted it and everything. I was like, man, it's the funniest. Thing. Yo, Yang is a real one. Hey, low key. He might do. He might. He might not do enough for black people, but mm-hmm. he got. He got. He got me today on this one. And then, <laughs> and then I kept. I couldn't help but still think about it. I was like, why is this like? I couldn't help but think about it hours later. I was like, why is this article seem so? Because I, it's true. It, it man. didn't seem like <laughs> probably do. Like I thought it was a real thing. That's. I thought it was real. Then I looked back and I was like, oh, it's it's satirical. So I was like, ah, Bro. it's still funny though. It's <laughs> well, still funny. Well, I just opened up the article. <laughs> the whole article is funny as hell. Yeah, so Make some quotes. They said Yang's email was met with backlash from the anti-shoe community. <laughs> <laughs> And then they said that one of the barefoot representatives, Mike Latouris, said, I honestly feel like this policy is infringing on my First Amendment rights. <laughs> oh, damn. Who wrote the article? We got to shout them out real quick. Um, Christina Muoyo? I don't, know, I don't know how to say that last name. Shout out to Christina at Daily Nexus. Yep. Christina from the Daily Nexus. Shout out to you for giving us a good laugh. Uh, <laughs> making us laugh at white people for the next... I don't know, however weeks, I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, elections? Oh, yes, yeah. elections. Yep, so um, for those of you who don't know, there are two primary parties at UCSB. There's the Isla Vista party, and there's colon- I mean, uh, Campus United, not Colonizers United, my bad. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Oh. <laughs> 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 Pull no punches. Uh, yeah. Get ready. Get ready. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what's up with the uh, the presidential er- the race? I heard of some look uh, a little subliminal shots thrown here and there. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so for those of you who don't know, there's um on the Isla Vista party side, there's Zion. Um, they're running for president, and on the other side is Allison Sir running for president with uh, Campus United. So, um, Allison Sir is, is an Asian American, and if she won, she would be the first um, Asian American like president of, uh, of AS. 
And my personal experience with this was I was walking back from class to volunteer for Isla Vista Party. I'm not connected to Isla Vista Party in any way. I'm just like, I was just trying to um, like help out with Zion's campaign. And um, so I see Allison talking to this little club and she says, I would be like the first Asian American president. And their conversation lasts like five minutes and she starts walking back to the table. Next time she walks by, they're like, vote for Allison, vote for Allison. Like that's all it took. All it literally took for her to say was, I'm gonna be the first Asian American president of AS. And they're like a largely Asian community. So like, they're like, oh, we're gonna vote in one of our people, you know? Yeah, so (sighs) fuck identity politics. But you know what's impressive is Zion. If you wanna talk about Mm -hmm. identity politics, (laughs) Zion would be the first black queer student to be as president Sheesh. and they have a lot um, more nuanced policies so i mean I, you y'all can see where i stand here mm. <laughs> all right all right uh i feel like a little disclaimer i uh ren you are you do support the uh, ib part yeah for disclaimer, sure. so we gotta so yeah so i might be a little biased but, <laughs> Um, honestly, I, I know nothing about, I only, I'm, in, I'm following like the AS presidential race thing and the Solomon thing was, a. that's, ah, sir, Allison, sir, um, with the story that you were talking about, we talked about it off air, but the identity politics is a dangerous game. Uh, and Solomon, I, in my opinion, I think she's the best candidate. I can't tell you why. You have to look at the policy position herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for my two years here in UCSB, I feel like Ivy Party has had more nuance in their policies. I can't name their policies off the rip. I can't. It's not in my head. I'm, I'm a student, dude. I gotta, <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta things to take care of. Mm-hmm. But for surely, um, in my, in the past, I've, I've been looking more at the Ivy Party as my, as my, as my people. Um, you got anything, Seiko? Um, yeah. Uh, I think we do realize that we might get battered a lot by either candidates, by both sides. And <clears throat> I just want to express my support. Uh, shout out Ivy, Ivy Party, shout out Zion, shout out Suad, everyone running. Oh, yeah, Suad. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, There's a couple people. Shout out, uh, real quick, shout out to Justice. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to there was a guy named I think Dylan for engineering. Oh yeah, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan uh, for engineering. That was a cool dude, yeah. yeah, yeah. He came to my door an hour before this uh, podcast was uh, before this podcast. Ah, I can't talk today. Before this podcast was recorded, um, came to me again. Policy oriented pitch. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, uh, I like Dylan a lot. I see him around campus. Shout out to him, bro. Keep doing work. <laughs> shout out Raquel, shout out Christian. Uh, yeah, met a lot of these people just recently, volunteering. Seemed like great, great people, seemed like genuine people. Mm-hmm. Had a couple of conversations with Campus United, just, them just trying to chop it up with me. And doesn't seem as genuine. But, um, you know, obviously, like I said, I'm biased. So take yeah. it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Take it with a little more than a grain of salt because I feel like, you know, for for Zion. Don't listen to me. Go look up the candidates yeah. though, and just vote how you feel, man. Just vote how you feel. Also, as a whole, make sure to 
not be blinded by this kind of predatory tactics, um, which should be said they are predatory tactics, and um, you don't want to be blinded by what is really their motive, what is really the, their driving force behind um, their campaign. Mm -hmm. um, keep an eye out, and don't take everything you hear um, uh, straight to heart. Make sure you look for all of your sources, and um, yeah. Stay as knowledgeable as possible. Do we uh, do we have an official endorsement here? I think they do. Uh, we might as well endorse these people. I mean, we're <laughs> <laughs> hey, not sure how much it matters right but... now. But <laughs> as of episode three, Six Sense Podcast endorses Isla Vista Party. <laughs> okay. All oh, right. Man. All right. Um, Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Real ass bitch, give a fuck about it. Hold on, let me look up the lyrics though, because I've been trying to do this for a minute. Someone did this on Twitter. Uh, oh man, let me. What's the song called? Act Up? Act yeah. Up. Hold on, I gotta recite these lyrics. Stupid fire. But in like little boats, boats. Hold on, hold on. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Alright, hold on. Let's check it, check it. Real ass bitch, give a fuck about it, nigga. Big fucking bad, whole five, six figures. Try some ass, wait, five, six, six figures. Got it on his face. Props to Lil Yachty for doing that verse. Like, Woo! A1. Wrote that, boy. <laughs> Summer anthem right there. Man. Woo. Oh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> I could, man. I, I know a lot of Ghost Riders, but Lil Yachty, you get in your bag, bro. Uh -huh. Get in your bag, bro. <laughs> bro he a... wrote. All of it except like the last yeah, verse. Yeah, the last verse. Oh man, that's that's amazing. That is that is amazing. Oh. That versatility is what we need right now. Yeah. <laughs> versatility is what we need yeah. right now. I saw a tweet that said that uh, Lil Yachty told like everybody that was in the studio. <laughs> he said he said no homo before he got in the Can y'all imagine this man just walking in the booth and just saying, real ass bitch, give a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh 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 Lil Yachty uh please I hope he gets a grant he gotta get a Grammy now hey <laughs> Grammys I want Grammys I want uh what else what, what other music American uh Billboard Awards yeah all of them all of them all of them, all of them. <laughs> get your check man. man how much do you I wonder how much Ghostfighters get paid like I don't know 20 G's I think it's percentage. Percentage. Of, percentage, maybe? Percentage, yeah. yeah you're right. It's not a fixed amount. I don't think, yeah. think so? I feel like it would be a fixed amount. I, I know. I feel like features are fixed enough. Yeah, maybe. features are fixed. So yeah. I feel like ghostwriting might work in the same way. Maybe. Half and half. I don't know. 60 40? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, nah. yeah. I wonder how much ghostwriters are actually writing the songs that we hear today. How much ghostwriters are affecting the music that we hear? Because mm. like once artist gets a certain like level of success, and might want to start having someone else write the music to help out with that. Like, yeah, man. I've I've heard stories of Kanye getting writing features for just like being there in the booth, not even saying anything, and just being there to consult and be like, "Yeah, that's cool." Yo, Rick, I'm a big Rick Ross fan. Hey, Rick Ross, if you ever get a hold of this, please release your list of uh, so-called uh, songs you've written for other people because. 
he's he's been claiming this is years ago like a couple years ago he's been claiming like yo i wrote for grammy award-winning artists and i'm like i need to i need to release that list i can know yeah <laughs> i need to know who the hell you've been writing because <laughs> rick cross got a pen it's a it's a mm-hmm. pen um dave east dave east dave east and uh him hating on uh, Old Town Road. Yeah, man. Uh, do y'all think? <laughs> do you think the opinion? Uh, this is obviously an unpopular opinion to the max. Yeah. Because <laughs> disclaimer again, I'm a Davies fan. I really am. I'm probably the only like I'm like the only West Coast fan that's like I mean a fan of like Davies on the West Coast. So mm-hmm. when I saw him trending, I was like, oh, he's actually up there. He's getting a. He's getting recognition finally after like years of uh, he got a little buzz after signing with Nas's uh, label Mass Appeal. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, got to the appeal, and then I found out that he he was shitting on Old Town Road, and I was like, look, I know you're an old head, yeah. <laughs> low key, because you're like thirty some with the old head mentality, but yeah, this is yeah, he does have the old head mentality, even though he's relatively yeah, young. He's kind of yeah. So I was like, dude, I know, you know, you kind of. I know you're an old head, but bro, you know, don't don't embarrass me like that. I'm, yeah. I'm holding down on the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> you you pull you pull a stunt like that, you come on, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna start to wait on album though. I'm, I'm waiting on that album though. I'll, <laughs> I'll stream it. Yeah, man. Too much hate in the rap community. <sighs> Stop that... hating on someone else's bag, man. Let him get to his bag, please. And I, I guess to play devil's advocate, I could see. Like, I guess you're supposed to have that opinion because you're like, he's a lyricist to the core. Like, yeah. he's a rapper's rapper. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he said, like, oh, that was good, then I would probably be like, oh, Davies, I don't know if you're supposed to say that because mm-hmm. you're, like, a lyricist. I don't yeah. know. Like, what do you mean it's good, you know? So I think what he was trying to get, Davies was trying to get at was just, uh, the lyrics are trash. Mm, yeah. I think that's what he was trying to get at. That makes sense. That's what I think. But people are like, oh, fuck this guy. Uh, <laughs> how many how many hits you got? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> local rapper. At the same time, that is Lil Nas X's first song to blow up. You yeah. can't lose me compared to yeah. some random thing that's going to be hot. Yeah. He did break his, a lot of records. He broke Drake's dream record for God's Plan. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn, I did yeah, not know that. Yeah, he did break that like by like 8 mil, 8 million things. He blew no it out the water. Yeah. Tim, I didn't realize it was that popular. Yeah, was it the remix or the original that blew it? I think uh, it's, it was the original. Yeah, the original. it's probably the original because remix hasn't been out that long. Uh-huh. Damn. Jeez. Uh, so, who do you think would be the next person to hop on the country rap rave? I mean, I don't know if y'all know about uh, Lil Tracy or whatever. Tracy? I don't know who Tracy is. I think that's him, Lil Tracy. Lil Tracy? Yeah, Lil Tracy, like a farmer. Like a uh, like a, yeah, well, like, y'all y'all go ahead and keep on talking. I'm gonna find a little clip <laughs> from this song. Little Tracy, that's interesting. Uh, I mean, what All Time Road was number one on the billboards, right? Yeah, for a long time. I'll see. Five weeks. Don't call me on that though. It's oh, sure. really long. Uh, as he as Rin goes on to finding uh that little Tracy guy, we'll talk about Coachella real quick. Uh, Coachella, did you? It's Coachella's over, right? So it's, it's done. Yes, uh, Coachella's like this humongous festival that lasts for two weekends. It's in India, California, and it's usually just an all-day event. And um, it's the music festival to be at. It's always by every year. It always gets sold out. Um, 
if, uh, it, if it get close to getting sold out. I seen the Kanye merch at Coachella, man. Them fifty dollars socks or some kind, bro. Miss me with that. <laughs> fifty dollars socks. Are they like like elite socks on that? Cause that's I don't know, it but it was Kanye's merch and he was selling socks for fifty dollars at Coachella. I was like, shoosh, you gotta. <laughs> I got three dollars, bro. Donald Glover was airdropping people to get free shoes. Like, do that. Kanye. He was yeah. airdropping people to get free shoes. Yeah, just random random people in the crowd. If you got received an airdrop from. Don Glover, that's what you get. That was pretty cool. For free? Yeah. Sheesh. That's dope. That's All right, dope. so I found a little Tracy clip. So this is a song, this is a song with Louis E. Vert. Pretty sure, Lil Tra- pretty sure Lil Tracy is black. So, like, this isn't really racist of him to say. <laughs> but, uh, the song is called Like a Farm. It's a remix. So. Is this a satire song or something? Probably yeah, sure. it's supposed to be funny. Lucy <laughs> hopped on that. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Lucy. <laughs> yeah, Lil Tracy doing his thing. He's oh, been doing man. his thing since before Lil Nas X. <laughs> and like the song, like the style, stylistically, it sounded really similar to Lil Tracy. So I don't know if he was ripping it, cause. <clears throat> but I mean, regardless, regardless, rappers take inspiration from whoever. That's not a crime. Yeah. And you could take inspiration as long as you're not biting them, like. Stealing bars without them knowing or some shit, like yeah. you're good. So yeah, shout out little Tracy. I feel like this is gonna be a cool little wave, the country rap wave. I feel like more sh- people should hop on it. Goodbye for summer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hip hop's the culture, rap is the genre. Don't forget. Mm. I learned that in SAT. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. I don't know if y'all remember AC- SATs, but there was like a, there was like an article that to like look at and like answer questions about. It was about hip hop, and like the only every everybody that took everyone that uh, we all took from like we all took from this article was like, yo, hip hop is the culture and rap is the genre. That was all we remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's been in my head. It's like that my, my, uh, mitochondria. Oh right? yeah, mitochondria is powerhouse. That's the same thing. So yeah, Ventura, baby. Uh, did y'all listen to Anderson Pack's album? Um, I listened oh, to Oxnard, but not Ventura yet. Oh, yeah, you're in for a treat with Ventura, bro. Um, yeah, I listened I, to a bit of Ventura. Andre 3000 was on it. First track, uh, feature, and of course, Andre bodies him. No surprise there. Yeah. Well, okay, not bodies him, but because he's not, Anderson wasn't really rapping, but like he outshined him, let's say. That's a better way to put it. He outshined him on that track. No surprise there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, what else? There was a he got Brandy on there. Uh, Brandy was cool. Um, Brandy. Brandy. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, R&B chick from the two thousands. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? There was also Nate Dogg. He got Nate Dogg on the last track. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I listened to that song. I showed it hard. Oh man, that was that was amazing. You gotta say you gotta hop on that. You gotta hop on it, bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Some more. More people need to sample Nate Dogg or like pick up one of his posthumous like. Little clips, cause yeah, Nate Dogg was a legend, man. One of those beautiful uh, voice, unreleased verses. We gotta or hooks. Uh, yeah, yeah, we gotta get those. Yeah. One of those. Uh, Nate. Oh, also, Smokey Robinson was on the joint too. We got eighty-year-old Smokey Robinson <laughs> on the. <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't really hear. I gotta listen to the song again, but I couldn't really hear him. I mean, he has a really soft voice. Yeah, he has a really soft voice. And he's old, so hey. But yeah, shout out to. Flexing his industry uh, muscle, you know, so mm-hmm. to get on a feature. Yeah. Um, 
move on to the next one, man. Uh, Beyonce and Kobe. I see you, Kobe. Kobe's been shooting. Let me tell you, when I say Kobe's a shooter, I mean, he's a shooter in every sense of the word. Kobe's a shooter, volume shooter. Kobe was trying to take, uh, try to shoot at Beyonce's dad or, or Beyonce. So Kobe and Beyonce are playing uh, like a one-on-one thing. We'll pick up basketball. Um, so probably some music video set. And this is when Beyonce was uh, like with Destiny's Child. And uh, so, yeah, you can, in the video, <laughs> you can hear Beyonce say, I'm ready for you, daddy. And, <laughs> and boy, I was like, Kobe, you had it right there. That could have been your wife. Imagine Kobe and Beyonce, husband and wife. You know how crazy the spotlight on the, you were talking about it off air, the, the spotlight of the kids, man. Yeah. Crazy. And I remember in, in the video, you can look in the, you can find it on YouTube or Twitter. And uh, NBA on ESPN's Twitter account posted it. And you could, uh, basically in the video, Kobe misses a shot and Beyonce's dad gets the rebound. Beyonce's dad somehow gets through, <laughs> gets past Kobe and goes for the layup. But as he's going for the layup, you can see Kobe can easily block it, but pulls his hand away. <laughs> and <laughs> we all knew at that, I mean, Kobe, I think Kobe was a single at the time. So he's trying to get a Beyonce. Hey, ain't no fault in that. Mm-hmm. Shoot or shoot, bro. <laughs> Should have secured the bag. <laughs> that was a. Uh, I'm surprised it didn't get more traction. I don't know why it didn't get. Yeah, I didn't even hear about this until yeah. like we were just talking about what we were going to discuss right before. Yeah. <laughs> Local thing, a little, uh, little jab at the Warriors. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Warriors blow a 3 1 lead. Oh, no, no. My bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. Uh, 30, 31. 31. 31. You might say that. Okay. My bad. Wrong year. <laughs> Did you guys watch that game? Cause Terrible. I don't watch playoff games. Like, I don't, I haven't been watching the playoffs. I, w- I wish I could watch more. I mean, school is taxing. But, uh, I remember I was, wa- uh, I was looking at the scores, like, second half, and I'm seeing, like, oh, Warriors are up 20. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, here we go again. It's going to be a sweep. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then I hear, how did I hear about it? Oh, Twitter. Hell yeah, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> that's, where, that's, where I hear, that's where I get all my things from. <laughs> and, um, and then I saw like 135, 131. And I was like, are you serious right now? <laughs> and this, get this. So tw- Steph Curry tweeted out something about Tiger Woods. Greatest comeback in sports <laughs> history. <laughs> A day before a 31-point lead was blown. And mind you, when that tweet was out, people already throwing him like, oh, yeah, you forgot about LeBron, didn't you? Da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And now the next day, he blew a 31-point lead. So he got even more mentions. <laughs> oh, you blew a 31-point lead. da 31-point lead. Oh, how did Lou Williams get the upper hand? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but... Oh man, that was I. I didn't watch the game. It was the greatest comeback in NBA playoff history, and no one watched it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't no one watched it. No one thought that game was gonna be good. Eight seed against a one seed, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think Drake had something to do with it. He's probably wearing a, a Warriors jersey before. I don't know if you guys have seen. Oh, the Trailblazer jersey of Drake mm. wearing jerseys a day before that team loses a game. <laughs> How do y'all feel about Damian Lillard versus Russell Westbrook? Who do y'all think is a better player at this point? Russell, obviously. Westbrook. 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 I give it Westbrook too, but man, he's getting close. Damian Lillard getting up there, man. I love the shit talking, bro. I love it. You got to bring it back. When was the last time we've seen a series where two people just talking shit the whole series? I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, maybe Kobe and Ron Artest. Bro, Kobe and Ron Artest. 
back in like 09? Yeah. yeah. When Ronald Test was still our test. And that yeah, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> still <laughs> our test. <laughs> <laughs> no. that was, that's the last time I've seen like someone go head to head like this. Oh, Dudley and Ben Simmons. Did <laughs> <each other. laughs> they just got fined. Dude. Dudley just got a $25,000 fine, I think. Yeah. Shout out to D'Lo being a leader once again, stopping the fight, being the peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Be proving mm-hmm. again that, hey, just need a little development, baby. Yeah. Just, just one mistake. He, he snitched on, he snitched <laughs> on his teammates. So what? <laughs> so what? He lost his trust. <laughs> teammates trust. So what? But, um, yeah, Warriors blow a 31-point lead. Something about 3-1 and one and the Warriors. Is something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, there was also, I think people don't say this enough, but the Lakers also gave the Warriors the biggest regular season upset. No, oh, yeah. That was also, that's a, that's a true team. Look it up, ESPN. They got the random facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to finish it right here. Um, bird of the week, real quick. Who do y'all think it is? I give it to uh, Ari. Ari? Uh, Ariana Grande. Grande. Yeah. Um, oh, you know her last name is pronounced... Grandy? Grandy? Oh, Grandy. Yeah. Grandy. She's really weird. Nobody calls what? that. She never corrects anyone. But I saw an interview mm. saying that her last name was Grandy. I was like, Grandy. what? <laughs> That's how you know she's white. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so basically, I don't know if you guys heard, but she, uh, so Coachella is owned by like this anti-LGBTQ guy. Right. Um, old white guy, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so she like brandished this like LGBTQ flag. The rainbows and all that and um powerful moment i guess and then then you realize that well the owner still gets his money so like did you really did you really impact you know i guess standing in solidarity is cool like you have a platform so do go do that but you know mm-hmm. we gotta start owning businesses bro gotta invest mm-hmm. i don't know why i took it there but <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just talking shit but yeah um this is what happens when you don't own anything. You have all white people owning shit, then you look stupid. Kind of. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you guys? You have, uh, Ari? Kobe, Ari. man. Kobe. How you not go secure the bag? <laughs> <laughs> you have Beyonce right there. Call you daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, damn. Say if you got anybody or are you just chilling? Um... No, Forbes interview, I was already prepared to say Ariana Grande had Bird of the Week. Grandy, Grandy, if I want to pronounce it. It's kind of bullshit, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tie it with uh, Allison Sir with those bullshit and any politic tactics. Among mm. that, uh, ECCB is not the place for um, to attack minorities like this. Actually have a good campaign, and Ariana Grande, stop doing this, this shit. <laughs> Support. LGBT at your own concerts while you're making money and not supporting uh, someone. Money um, and to LGBT, LGBTQ uh, ideology. So, yes, sir. All my fellas out there, keep shooting. Keep shooting. You might get a Beyonce. You <laughs> might get a Beyonce. Probably not, but you might. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. Forty That's minute podcast. We try to keep it short. Yeah, we try. Yeah, we just try to. We try to. We try to keep it at 30, 35. We got it at forty. <laughs> well, I hope you guys been hanging around. I think it's an entertaining podcast yeah. episode. This is pretty good. We'll cut it there. See ya. Happy Easter. Yeah. Happy Easter. Bye. Signing out. <laughs>